Welcome to Free to Flourish Radio with me, Gemma Sands. This weekly podcast is designed to help you live a heart-led life. Tune in every Friday as we jam on living and leading with intention and topics such as natural living, conscious business, mindfulness, and spiritual growth. You can find more episodes over on gemmasands.co.uk and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Hi everybody, it's Gemma. Welcome back to another episode. Um, I need to start by apologising a little bit if I sound a bit croaky. I have been fighting with allergies for the last couple of weeks um, and things have definitely improved but I'm still a little bit snuffly and a little bit croaky so if that is how I sound, that is why. And I'm really excited about today's episode. Um... It's all about how to start living naturally. Natural living has a lot of appeal, um, saving money, better health, less stress. But how do you get started? Do you have to stop washing your hair and shaving your legs? Well, first of all, not unless you want to. Um, But I get a lot of questions about what it really means to live a more natural life. And today I thought I would share what it means to me and also some tips for getting started. So what even is natural living? Well, I think like most things in life, we have a tendency to overcomplicate this. But to put it as simply as I possibly can, to me, living naturally is all about being very focused on reducing toxic load, minimising our impact on this planet, and really returning to the wisdom that mama nature has to offer us. And when we start living a more natural life on a daily basis we damage the environment less and it benefits our body and our mind and our soul a lot more. So I want to talk about a few reasons about why we might live naturally. I've kind of just glossed over them a little bit there. And then I want to talk about some ways to get started because often we think we have to dive right in and instantly kind of rid our house of everything that's bad. And I'm doing bad in sort of inverted commas there. Um, But the truth is, it's one little step at a time. And even just making one shift can have a massive impact on the way that we live and the environment as a whole. So why might we want to live naturally? Well, for me, one of the biggest reasons for this is all about impact and legacy. And if everyone in the world lived as we do here in the UK, we would actually need three planets in order to be able to support us. The truth is that our current trajectory is just not sustainable. And by the end of this century, the UK is destined to have run out of landfill sites because we're producing that much waste. We've all heard about the effects that plastic can have on the environment. And if not, just go and Google plastics in the ocean. And I'm pretty certain um, if you're listening to this, you'd probably be pretty horrified by what comes up. And in the UK, it's estimated that 10 million tonnes of food and drink waste is created each year, 60% of which could be avoided. And it just drives me mad because we have people, you know, across the globe who are starving. We have food poverty in the UK and yet all this food is being wasted. It has serious economic, environmental and social implications. And I believe that we really are the stewards of this planet that we live on, this environment that we are in, um, that gives us so much. And I'm really determined to help minimise our impact. So for me, living naturally is really about reducing the effect that my life and the life of my family has on our physical and environmental location. 
The second reason for me is health. Um, And this is a big one. And this is really kind of what started me off on this journey. I had a lot of hormone issues, um, which were linked to a lot of the toxins that we have in our environment and in our home. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in detail um, in a minute. But that really started me on this journey um, to manage this hormone imbalance. And the more that I looked into the things that we are exposed to in our everyday life, the more horrified I became. Um, Almost half of Americans are living with chronic illness that is linked to toxic chemical exposure. And we don't even know what the figures are in the UK because we have no national study here. But the truth is there are... um, hundreds of thousands of synthetic man-made chemicals out in our environment, many of which were first made back in the 1960s or the 70s when manufacturers didn't have to perform safety tests. Um, And the reality is that we just don't know what we're dealing with. They accumulate in our body fat. They're readily passed on to babies um, by mothers. And in fact, a first child can, I think, inherit something like 30% of the chemical load of its mother. And this just just isn't right, guys. It isn't right. Um, And we don't know what the whole effect of this can be. A lot of these chemicals, when tested in isolation, prove to be harmless. But when they come into contact with other chemicals in our environment, they create this whole toxic cocktail. So health, to me, was a very big reason of why I wanted to um, start to live a more natural life lifestyle and if you think about some of the products that we have in our home they're extremely toxic things like bleach air fresheners household cleaners skincare products scented candles um and the effect that they have on our body you know they're linked to all sorts of diseases and conditions and chronic illnesses so for me health is a really really big factor in living a more natural life another reason that you might want to consider living naturally is convenience. And this is often a surprising one. When I talk to people about living a more natural lifestyle, they often think, you know, that's going to involve a lot more work. Um, Much of our modern lifestyle is built on convenience. So when you start to take that away, of course, you assume that it's going to become a lot more inconvenient. But the truth is, I've actually found that moving towards a more natural lifestyle is more convenient for our family. So, for example, uh, making the switch to more sustainable products, reducing plastics means that we are actually introducing products into our home that last longer. So there's a lot less need for having to buy replacements um, or go shopping for things because things are being reused over and over again and they last really well. I have a monthly subscription box full of essential oils and natural household and skincare products that ship straight to my door. So I don't need to go shopping for these things. I don't need to remember when I'm running out. I just do that at home and it comes straight to my door. Um, I'm growing salad in our garden so I can just pop into the garden and pick a few leaves for my lunch. So really, in reality, there are a lot of ways in which living more naturally means more convenience. Um, It saves money, which again is another surprise because we often think of natural or sustainable products as coming with a higher price tag. And that's because a lot of times they do. Um, It's seen as an extra marketing selling point. But since we have switched to essential oils and we started to make our own cleaning products um, and make DIY skincare products, all of that kind of thing, then our costs have actually reduced dramatically. Um, 
So if I give you an example of that, I make my own multi-purpose cleaning spray and that costs less than 70p a bottle. I have a glass bottle that I refill um, and it costs less than 70p to make a multi-purpose cleaning spray. But the nearest equivalent, and by the way, none of the eco brands are fully natural, um, the nearest equivalent costs at least £2. So, you know, I've more than halved the cost just in that one product. And when I multiply that across things like laundry detergent, um, floor cleaner, the way that we fragrance our home, toothpaste, skincare, um, hair care, all of these kind of areas, we've reduced our cost in dramatically. We've also saved money, you know, on things like going to the gym because we have an allotment where we're growing our own food now. We're getting out into nature. We're getting our exercise in that way. Um, we're growing our own food. And by the way, you don't have to have an allotment or a large space to do that. Even just a windowsill, you can start to grow some of your own food and become a bit more sustainable. Um, but these are all just ways in which living a more natural life actually saves us money. And another reason to start living naturally, um, I have found, is that my life has become a lot more intentional rather than reactionary. So before taking steps to a more natural lifestyle, I felt like I was always reacting to life. Um, even in the way that we managed illness in our family, you know, if somebody got ill, we would go to the doctors, we would be given some medication which would help with the symptoms, but it would never really deal with the root cause. Now we have a much more preventative an intentional way of managing our health and our wellness and just all of our choices, really. Okay, so those are some of the reasons why you might want to consider a more natural lifestyle. But how do we get started? Um, the first thing that I want to say is start small. So choose one area. It could be your kitchen cupboards, it could be your fridge, it could be your makeup bag. Just choose one area that you can start to work on um, and make switches to natural products. Don't feel like you have to do this all at once and have it be super overwhelming. So the first step is really to cut out the toxins in your home. And the way in which I have approached this is really to swap to essential oils and natural products. So what I did was go around our house and evaluate our medicine cabinet, the products that we use on our skin. And when you look at what's in these products, you wouldn't eat half the ingredients. So why would you expose your skin, which is the body's biggest organ, um, your respiratory system or your children to them? You know, I was horrified when I started to really look at what was in some of the products that we use on a day-to-day -day basis. So I started to evaluate our medicine cabinet, the products that we use on our skin, um, the products that we use for cleaning our home. And just by making a few simple swaps, it really reduced the toxic load in our home. So for example, instead of using synthetic air fresheners or scented candles, we made the swap to diffusing essential oils. And the great thing about that is not only does it purify the air in our home, get rid of any nasty smells, and we have two dogs, so I'm always conscious that our, smell, our house smells like dog, um, it also gives you the therapeutic benefits, provided that you are using really pure therapeutic essential oils. Um, and that's something to do your research on. Um, if you are, you're getting the therapeutic benefits. 
For example, I can diffuse lemon and peppermint. That's one of my best um, favorite combinations. And lemon is really, really super cleansing and detoxifying. Peppermint really opens up the airwaves. I have, with all of the allergy stuff been going on, really relying on peppermint this month. Um, So these are just some of the ways that, you know, you can start to integrate oils and reduce the toxins. The other thing that we started to do was make our own cleaning products. So as I um, have already explained, I switched to making my own multi-purpose spray. We have an all-natural floor cleaner. Um, And you don't even need essential oils for this. You can just have a few very simple, you know, baking soda and lemon is a great way to get started with cleaning parts of your home. You know, that's great for anywhere that's really um, got a buildup of like lime scale, for example, in the shower. So you can see just a few simple, super cheap ingredients. You can make your own skincare products. One of my favorite things to do, it is such an act of self-care and feels so beautifully nourishing, is to make my own skin oils, my own face oils, um, you know, to give myself some time when I come out of the shower to pick essential oils that I feel really drawn to, put them in a bit of fractionated coconut oil and give myself a lovely aromatic dressing. You know, you smell way better than all of the chemical perfumes that are out there and it's such a beautiful thing to do for yourself. So you can start by cutting out the toxins in your home. Another thing to start looking at is the food that you're consuming and to start to cook from scratch, okay? To focus on whole foods, And this is really where meal preps and batch cooking are going to become your best friend, okay? So it's keeping it really simple, keeping it so that it is still convenient, but we are looking at reducing our impact um, and living a more natural life by living seasonally, knowing where your food is coming from, making sustainable food choices, trying to buy organic where possible. And I know that that is in the UK, it's not always that easy because organic can be more expensive, but it is possible to make it work. Um, And as I mentioned before, you could try growing your own food, even just growing lettuce leaves on your windowsill is a step in the right direction. So for us, really, you know, it's about knowing where our food comes from. Um, We've experimented with this in different ways. We've ordered organic vegetable boxes in the past. We have ordered meat boxes from organic grass-fed local farms. Um, And that works out great because you get kind of a bulk delivery. So actually, it works out cheaper than trying to buy, you know, free-range or organic meat in the supermarket. Um, So these are just a few ways that you could start to look at that. But just start to consider the impact um, that the food that we are consuming actually has on not only our health, but also the environment. So, you know, switching to eating more seasonal food, food that is more local, um, that doesn't have all of the air miles behind it is much, much better for our health and for the environment. So the third way that we can start to live more naturally is to swap from plastics and disposables. And this is probably something that you may already be doing, or it's certainly in your mind if you're thinking about living more naturally, because it's something we're hearing a lot about at the moment. It's very topical. Um, There's been a lot of information come up about the effect that plastic is having on our environments, on our oceans. Um, And it's, yeah, it's a really big key area of living a more natural lifestyle. Um, And if you just Google 
you know, how to reduce plastic. There are hundreds of ideas on how to get started with this. But some of the big ones are um, to stop using disposable coffee cups and get your own reusable one. There's some great options out there now for um, really sustainable ones. They fold up, sort of concertina up, so you can keep them in your handbag. And if you go to, you know, your favorite coffee shop to get your favorite drink, you can just pull it out and ask them to fill it for you. Um, using a glass water bottle and refilling that instead of getting plastic ones and um, refusing straws. These are all just some of the ways, you know, glass containers for leftovers instead of using plastics um, or cling film. Um, these are just some of the alternatives that you can begin to look at if you're wanting to live a more sustainable lifestyle. And this is brilliant because plastics have a really big impact on our health, as we talked about with toxins in the beginning of this episode. Um, and they have a really big effect on our environment. So actually making the switch from plastics and disposables to reusable and more sustainable items is probably one of the biggest ways that you can start to live a more natural lifestyle. So another thing that we can do to live more naturally is to start to get in tune with the seasons. And there was a time where the seasons used to dictate everything about the way that we lived um, and as you know modern life has established itself that has drifted away but there are a few benefits for living seasonally the first is actually around our mental health um, and our happiness because when we are living a seasonal lifestyle we're really connected to the natural rhythms of nature so instead of trying to fight against our natural rhythms we're really embracing them um, and by rooting ourselves in those natural rhythms, we are a lot more grounded. We're a lot more mindful about our daily life. We're a lot more intentional with the way that we live our life. And there's also a sustainability standpoint to consider. So I'm really struggling with allergies. <laughs> it takes a lot of resource to ship food around the world. You know, transport, shipping, spoilage, it all adds up um, on the impact that it has on the environment. So if we can choose more local, more seasonal food, it means there's a whole lot less need for that. And the last tip that I have for you living more naturally, I kind of touched on earlier, and it is really to start small. Do not think that it has to be all or nothing, or you have to jump all in and suddenly overhaul your entire lifestyle. You absolutely do not. Pick one area that you feel is manageable to start working on. Um, get educated, do research around the toxins that are in our home, um, do research around how to live more seasonally, you know, how to eat with real natural whole ingredients, um, and then start to make little shifts, little changes. And what you will find is that as you make the first change, and you see the impact that it has, that really motivates you to make the next change. And it adds up over time until eventually you're living a far more natural lifestyle. So I hope that you found this episode interesting. I hope that it's inspired you to go away and do a little bit more thinking about your lifestyle and a little bit more research about the way in which you might want to live. Um, apologies for the sort of breathing and gasping and <laughs> weirdness throughout this episode. I really am just struggling with allergies. Um, so I'm going to go away and make myself a hot cup of tea now. But if you want any more information at all on living a more natural lifestyle, then head over to the blog where there is some, there are some posts and there are some upcoming things which will really help you. And you can find that at gemmasands.co.uk forward slash 
blog. As always, thank you for being here. I am going to be back with a really interesting episode next week. It's something that's been coming up a lot in conversations that I've been having with friends and coaching clients. And so I really want to share some thoughts around that. So have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next Friday. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Free to Flourish Radio. For full show notes, just head to gemmasands.co.uk. You can also find me on Instagram as Gemma L. Sands. Please subscribe on iTunes so that you don't miss an episode. Share with your friends, leave a comment, show some love. It really does mean the world.